Hello. It's me. <laughs> Hello, it is me, Steve McJones. Uh, back with another articulate episode. And and let me let me say, just preface this episode with with just wow. Just wow. Logan MF Marshall. This man, if you want to feel uh, dumb or like just I, going back and listening to this episode, it it's this man is so in tune to what he does and very very intelligent in 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 the way that he goes about his passion and his in his editing and he he's in the film program so he knows so much he he knows so much about all these films and you can tell he lists off. I, I like I thought I liked movies. <laughs> I just forgot this person, and he. It's it's crazy that I, you know, we went to the same high school, and we haven't talked in a while, and we used to hang out a pretty good amount back in the day, and 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 just hearing him remembering, like I can just listen to this man talk for like if I put him in a room by himself and just said talk, I would listen to him talk for like. You know, just a whole... Uh, he could probably go for two days is what I'm saying. He could just go for two days and I would want to listen. And it's just because he's so... In the way that he twists his words. <laughs> and it's very... It's it's like poetic in a way. I don't know. I'm... Yeah. Sorry. I mean, I mean like... Yeah, I have a crush, obviously, if you can't tell. But, um, but no. But, but, but seriously, he's... Um, I'm glad that he came on. And as you can tell, the episode went on for quite a while because he's he, there's he has so much to say I don't know like he it, it's it's just amazing we talk about movies and that is something again that I really love and that's what my passion kind of is but again uh, clearly not as much as his passion you know you sit in a room with a person and you can you're just thinking wow this <laughs> it's it's the same way we talked about it a little bit, but when you, when I go into a profession, like, like comedy or something, you know, if you're in a room with Dave Chappelle, you just immediately know, yeah, this man is, is funnier than me, this man, like, you get that feeling, and I, and I get that too, but it's like, you have to have your own personality, and, and everything, uh, we talk about putting your own spin on it a little bit, um, but it just, his, his passion and the, the the work and effort that he he puts his into what he does is just amazing to me, and I hope you enjoy listening to this as much as I enjoyed having it and and re-listening to it. And uh, his yeah, just you'll see, <laughs> you'll see for yourself. Uh, yeah, please, please, it is an hour and and you know what, an hour and ten minutes and. I, I think, I really think listening to it start to finish is like, again, you could take breaks and stuff, but I think it's important that like you hear everything this man has to say. Uh, okay, that's enough of like <laughs> crushing on Logan, <laughs> but seriously, uh, this man is going places, obviously, he it works in the honors program, the honors film program. Uh, at, at OU, and, and he already knows, like, where he's going, and he's gonna figure it out, oh, I just, I love to see this man, I love this man, <laughs> all right, uh, I just wanna, I, you know, don't, not to be creepy, Logan, but I love you, but, uh, anyways, here's this thing, <laughs>
Logan Marshall. Thanks for having me. What's up, man? What's up? Have some Cheers. <laughs> we planned this whole opening. <laughs> <laughs> We're drinking a sunshine. I guess the Sunshine Pilsner. We yeah, did the Build-A-Bear workshop of uh, beers where you mix and pick match. Pick six. Pick six. Steve required us to each pick um, it's a <laughs> two of a kind so we can test it. It's them. making alcoholism fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's catchier. Pick six is way catchier than Build-A-Bear. They only have two beers. They're both. We got pick six. Pick six. Yeah, you have like a secret. Yeah, pretty good. So, Logan, <laughs> I heard you like movies. <laughs> Some say. Some say. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Yeah, man. Um, well, we were just talking about The Lighthouse, because we both just saw it, and we yes. don't want to like give anything away for that. But, if you want to talk about it in general, like how, yeah. how this is what it affected me, like we were talking about before, how it's such like a serious and like indie movie, like art, art, artistic, but the fact that it has comedy in it is mm. just something that like... I, that's what I love about it, man. That's what, like, comedy is my basis for everything. Yeah. Like, that's what I love doing. Yeah, I was curious to see what you thought of it, because it is, like, a pretty, I know, like... Artsy, yeah. I'm yeah, it's, and, it's, like, I don't disrespect those films, but I'm not big into the artsy As long films. as, well, the thing is, it's, like, obviously, with anything, there has to be a reason for shooting it a certain way, or, like, for this film, I think Edgar shot in 35mm, he shot, and I'm not sure if it's a 4-3 aspect ratio, or if it's, um... Regardless, it's like that. It's like the four. It looks, you know, it's boxed in. It's right. not widescreen. But I think doing that. I mean, it gives obviously the black and white automatically gives sort of this older feel. It's set in I think eighteen nineties, mm. and I think the aspect ratio adds to like um, the iso- the like claustrophobia of the film because yeah, it's very you're claustrophobic. Right, you're right. And it seems to be. I mean, he's obviously pulling a lot. I think I saw a lot of inspiration just from the films I've seen of like kind of Andre Tarkovsky, um, Ingmar Bergman, these European filmmakers. Um, a lot Tarkovsky, Eastern European, but he, and as well as there's like Hitchcock, Hitchcocky and stuff. I mean, the bird is like there's the birds. I just watched. I wrote a paper on the birds recently, the Hitchcock film, and there's like it's seagulls on a rocky island <laughs> that attack people, really? just like this. And, and um, I mean, it's called and, birds. So. Right, 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 like, right. But there's motherfucking birds yeah, on this motherfucking island. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, so that's kind of not a direct. Hit. I mean, it affected me. Anyway, long story short, I think, yeah, it was a really cool movie. No, and that's what I love I think, about you, dude, is, like, you point these things out that I wouldn't, like, I know, like, I liked the film, but I don't always know why I like the film. So it's, like, you point these things out, like, I wouldn't have even, like, felt the claustrophobic thing. Like, I felt it while I was watching right, it. Right, right. But I wouldn't have realized why I felt that That's way. That's probably good. I mean, I, I've been asked, like, is it annoying, like, sometimes being more tuned into that stuff? But I think no, it's good. No, it's like, I think it's, it's almost like yeah. gratifi- instant gratification. Yeah, because you're like, oh, I, I, like, this is great. Like, at first, it always comes first as a feeling, and then I'm like, why am I feeling this way? And then it's like, oh, it's, I think it's because of these things. Like, and that's really interesting. And for me, who wants, you know, somebody who's making, I mean, right now I'm, focus, I'm focusing on post-production, but somebody who's making films, it's something that immediately becomes gratifying, too, because it's like, oh, like, this goes in my back pocket. You know, like, I can use that sometime, or I can, like, grab from that, which is really cool. I recently listened to a a podcast about how, I mean, they were talking about how nothing is original nowadays, Mm -hmm. basically, and and you can't, everything is, like, a collection, and, um, but they were just saying, like, that's what, exactly what you're saying, is that, like, you take any film that you watch, you just take a little bit, and you're like, you know, I might use that later. Right. And I just, I don't, I, and, but the thing is, I don't know, the, the hardest part is putting your own style on it. You know what I mean? No, yeah, you definitely... It's, it's a matter... Everything is like an amalgamation. So it's like, what type of combination do you make? Like, that's that's how new, quote-unquote, like, visions emerge. Is because 
it's not like totally original in the sense that like what I mean what I mean you could go back 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 like what is ever totally original like there's mm-hmm. I mean maybe there there was some person who first put like charcoal on a cave wall <laughs> but like I mean even that he's like painting animals he sees right I mean so it's not like I mean you really if you get like Nothing is truly original, but how... Okay, so that guy puts a stick figure of, like, a you know, an elk up there. But then you get to, like, Michelangelo, and he's doing this and that. And then you get to, bigger like... Bigger stick figures. Yeah, bigger stick figures. <laughs> huge stick figures. Huge stick figures. And, and very detailed stick figures. Mm-hmm. And, it's but no, zoomed it, it's in on one part of the, the stick, stick figure. figure right. That's what it's hyper-realistic stick figures. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No, but no, but you get what I'm saying. So I, I think the same thing is with film. Like, he's obviously... That's crazy, though. I never thought yeah. about that, like, between, like, Caveman to Michelangelo, even... Yeah. Like you said, it was like, I don't know. I think there there has to be some points of originality, um, like throughout history, and I don't know. No, I, yeah, there are there are definitely like probably new creative people, geniuses. Yeah, right. That are like, why did we never think to do that? Mm-hmm. But I'm sure even if you could talk to them, they would say like, maybe they okay, maybe they say it feels like um, something else, you know, something like amused so many do this, but and it's truly not connected to anything. But I would guess that it's mostly even this new these new things are somehow connected to something for them. Even if it's not been done in the way they're about to do it or done in their field, whatever, mm-hmm. like, sort of... Because you can go into, like, inventions and everything. It's not just an art thing, you know. Like, right. inventions well, that's just, or, like, or, or your whatever, brain putting but... things to... Excuse me. Your brain putting things you together. Burped. I did burn. <laughs> 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 I thought it was... <laughs> Sorry, that was... <laughs> that was a lot. That was a lot. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, what were we just talking about? <laughs> Um, <laughs> combinations of like like uh, artists pulling from inspiration, other inspirations. Right. I, I mean, yeah. You just put your own style on it. I yeah. lost the train of thought that I was gonna. Do no, that's on. that's all right. That's all right. Uh, um, yeah. But but I mean, that's when fun. I go to see movies, it's like I, I'm, I'm I focus a lot on the acting, which mm-hmm. it really ruins it for me. To like, I tried to watch the Marvelous Miss Maisel because everybody yeah. loves that show and it's amazing and it is I good. I've seen it. Yeah. It's I can tell like it's really well written and mm-hmm. the, the story is really cool. It's about a stand up. Uh, a woman who tried stand-up back in the 50s or something. Oh. Yeah, uh, I've seen an ad for that. An ad, yeah, probably. But um, but it, I can just tell that they're all, like, theater actors. Like, I can tell. Like, uh, they have the, the theater thing about them. Super expressive. Like, very super dramatic. Yeah, and yeah, they have to... I yeah. mean, and, and that's... In theater, you have to enunciate really loudly mm-hmm. so everybody can hear project. and understand. Yeah, 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 you have to project. And, like, they don't put a soundtrack to it. So there's no music in The Marvelous Miss Maisel, which is something I noticed right off the bat. Interesting. None at all? I mean, there might be for, like, the intro or something. But, yeah, yeah. well, I mean, it's just very um, static with that. So, mm-hmm. I, it, well, because in theater, you know, there's no music, typically. Or if they're... Oh, wait. There no, is I sometimes. guess there is. They have orchestras. It depends, yeah. I mean, sometimes they have... I mean, it yeah, depends again, on the that production. depends on the too. type of play, I guess. Mm-hmm. If it's like a... Well, musicals, obviously. <laughs> but, like, plays themselves, yeah. I, you know, sometimes... I haven't, That's something I need to see more of, is plays. Because here we have them at OU all the time, but mm-hmm. I've seen a couple here that do have music and some that don't. It just depends, right. I think, on the tone. Like, if you're doing, like, an absurdist play, mm-hmm. like, you're not going to prop... I mean, maybe even there you do use music, but I know, like, something like... Um, uh, uh, what is it called? Oh, my God. Huge play, Arthur Miller. Um, Death of a Salesman. Mm-hmm. There's, like, music using that, like, the flute, I think, is what it is. But it cues like a daydream, so it's sort mm. of, it's it's sort of scoring it, but it's also like in his head. You mm-hmm. know, it's a signifier for oh, now we're going off in like Willie's 
daydream yeah, world, daydream. fake, the you know, flu- like the, the woodwinds, dude. They get you every time. Oh yeah, they're very like fairy <laughs> imagination, like oh we're flying, we're like flying. <laughs> we're in the clouds. Wouldn't that be cool to play so, the flute, dude? Oh yeah. Awesome? Well, I thought my my roommate Logan has a recorder, who by the way <laughs> would be great to talk about the lighthouse. I just told him to see it today because he studies cla- he's in classics, so he's and he's writing his thesis on, um, like, um, female cult. Uh, rituals and different different things through a historical lens, a classic lens, and, and as it connects to the werewolf, the figure of the werewolf in uh, mythology. Really? Yeah, so he is very tuned in just because of different readings he had through, his, through, through the years and through his thesis. Um, he's really tuned into like the pagan traditions as well as like just in general like different m- myths and different myth traditions um yeah. so i think the lighthouse once he sees it he'll have a lot of even more valuable input to put oh, in because yeah. he'll be like oh da, 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 da. like i saw all this and this is so like obviously pointing to that and yeah really, because egger is the director he he has like he blatantly he always talks about how much he loves like the well, i was telling you like folk folklore and myth especially well he's from like the new england Dude, area i believe because like that's that's stuff. his it's right so like I don't know. It's, it's so, and they came yeah. up with that back in the. They were just oral stories, mm-hmm. and at some point, you know, they could have been real. They could have been real. <laughs> yeah, well, they're they're certainly real in the sense that they're representing something real. Yeah. I mean, whether or not as there's far like, as that. and as far as they believe, like there is a demon possessed somebody. Now, I mean, before like we understood, I mean, like oh, there's there's things called germs, and they or like parasites, and they can make you ill and then kill you. I mean, what else are you to think? But oh, there's some like cosmic force in me that's punishing me i mean we don't understand like we don't see anything but all of a sudden oh my hand's decaying you know i have the black plague like what else are you gonna do but pray and say you're the devil like get away from me you know like it, it's a it's 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 a flawed obviously it's a flawed i mean we now know like it's well it was because of this that and the other but like and they didn't have penicillin yeah. but like what are you gonna do but I mean, you don't know even these stories like, how old like even native americans mm-hmm. before they had you know they were all about the gods and everything and, and their stories, you know, they've been passed down orally yeah, since yeah. B- since when? You know, we don't, we can't record yeah. how far back they right, go. It's or, yeah, there's no recorded. There's no recorded history because it's just oral. Is, yeah. yeah, so I mean, obviously, I'm not saying that the gods are real, but, but, they could have. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, the, to them, I mean, it, that's, I think, that's at that very, point, it's picked splitting, and some, I mean, it's not splitting hairs, but I'm less interested in, like, whether or not, like, Oh, those this this god is real now. It's not, <laughs> and then like, what did this kind of show us about this culture? Their way of thinking right, about the world, right. and thinking about themselves, and thinking about themselves in the context of like, especially like a cosmic scale. Because everybody like ended up making this cosmic scale from almost. I mean, every single culture you can look. I mean, we're in such a secular so, world what, now. So, what, what do you think the stories from today will stick? What, what kind I don't of know. I mean, will, like, that, do we I think even about have that any sometimes. folklore? Like. Is, it, is our movies and, and TV shows now are, I are guess, the tales of our time? I guess, yeah. I mean, I do think about that. It's an interesting, it's a really good question, actually. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would think, it's hard to say. I would say, yes, it has to be our literature, because literature's always been there. I mean, in the sense of, of like, that's always something that's it's not always been there, but it's something that has stuck around from the time where we had um, the ability to write stuff down and stuff that has remained around um, and hasn't been destroyed, but... So some, obviously some literature I think is going to stick around, um, and hopefully some cinema, but the problem with movies is, like, it's, you're going to have to have a couple things. You're going to have to have it on, like, a digital file, unless you have, like, a a film print and a film projector, but you're going to need more things, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, is a film scratch, blah, 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 has it been damaged, but there's, like, a book, it's just, okay, is the book intact? Okay, like, okay, you know, a film, you have to have, like, something to run, like, say there is some apocalyptic 
thing that happens, mm. and it's, it's, you know, this, some everything is buried. Yeah, and something, some small group survives. Like it's easy. You find a book, okay? You found the book. You find a USB. Maybe there's the wit. Maybe there's the lighthouse on there, or the yeah. wit, or something. Maybe, but okay, how are you going to use that if the computer's been destroyed? So right. I don't know. Unfortunately, I don't know if cinema is going to stick around. I think yes. Obviously, bearing, you know, barring that, there's no apocalyptic like. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, God, we can only hope. But like, I mean, there probably that, will be. There probably will be. You know, I mean, there is already one on the precipice with you know the climate change and stuff. <laughs> but, but you know, we don't. But talk you know about what I mean? It. Yeah, we yeah. Don't talk we'll about just ignore it until it happens. But until it happens. But um, but you know what I mean? Like so, but that I think if we don't have something like that, then certainly cinema should survive. I think. I mean, okay. and also all the stuff that we consider old now from like the say like sixteen hundreds. I don't think in four thousand years they're gonna look at four hundred years like it's the same. You know, think about when somebody talks about, like, 400 B.C. or 600 B.C. In your head, you're not thinking, like, oh, that's a, that, those two dates are really far apart. Because it's just, oh, it's a long time ago. Yeah. That's just all we know, you know? Yeah. I mean, unless you're, like, studying that stuff. Like, but right now, <laughs> if we're, like, 18, um, compare right now, you know, 2019 to 1819, and we're like, oh, my God, that's so long ago. Yeah. But, like, I think, you're like, right. by then, it'll be just, like, in 2,000 more years... Dude, anything that's within our thousand year period is going to seem, or maybe like 300 year period is going to seem like our generation, or I don't know, or our like, um, same, the same, we're just you know gonna what get I mean, lost, man. dude. We're just going to get lost in the books, man. <laughs> uh, or we'll be just be known as the people who fucked everything. Um, I, I don't but know, I what I was going to say is, I heard that, um, like, Wait. we talk about time frame, like, uh, we are closer to the last pharaoh of Egypt than the last pharaoh of Egypt is to first. the first one. Wow. See, that's something like, I just... Isn't that crazy? I'm like, no. You I'm know, like, no way. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I believe They were it, around yeah. for like, a while. I don't know right. exactly how long, but... But now we just have fragments of their civilization. I mean, we have a lot, but you because they, they had these structures, obviously, that those have stuck around. But those are going to be gone someday, too, and they're going to be sand. Dude, maybe you know? they had movies, but, and we can't read them, and that's what all right, like, the, right. the alien shit's about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, no, I mean, it's, it's really... All that stuff is... I don't know. I, I can see why people. I mean, I I mean very much so. Why? I mean, this sounds like a stupid statement. I can see why people study history, but like, really, it's as you can see how it gets addicting to like really, because you're just looking at yourself I and mean, you're looking at your own species yeah. and their own like. Okay, this is one version of what we did. This is another version. Okay, here's what went wrong. Here's what was interesting. Here's what was like useful. You know, like so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not the know. biggest fan of history either. I have an appreciation for it because uh, my dad's like a history major, and like I get it. You know, you're supposed to. You learn from your mistakes and like be a better people than we were Yesterday. when America yeah. was created. But <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, right. But um, anyways, coming back to movies, that's all that we just went down a little tangent there. <laughs> yeah. But coming back to movies, um, so I was gonna talk about. Have you seen Joker? Oh, you haven't seen Joker mm-mm, yet. Mm-mm. But the acting for that, we were talking about acting earlier and, and like how marvelous Miss Maisel is just very. Like, I can tell when a movie has good actors and bad actors, and, and, and it's not that they're bad, but it's just, they're, again, they're for theater, or... Or a different type of... Yeah, yeah or, like, sitcom just... actors are going to be different than... Right, they're not, like, a hyper-realistic Walking Phoenix-esque yeah, performance, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. a quote that has just stuck with me forever is, um, I think, it was Sir Michael Caine, I don't know if you know mm-hmm. him or not, mm-hmm. uh, he's, he said that... He's... I know. I've <laughs> heard of him. I've seen heard him. of him. I mean, I've seen him. I've seen him. Yeah. <laughs> um... He was he was talking about how it, there's people that go to a movie and kind of think they're like they watch it and they're like wow this is really good this is Michael Caine is he's killing it in this movie he's acting he's like that's not what I want you to think about I I want you to I want to be acting so well 
that you're just yeah. invested in the movie. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I love so much about Joker is like mm-hmm. I completely forgot. You know, I'm seeing the Joker right now. You know right, what I mean? Right. It's like it's like I. It you forget just, you're watching a movie. Yeah, that's the that's the best. I mean, like you said earlier about to bring it back to Lighthouse. You're like I didn't really. It's a good thing. I think. Um, it, it's a sign that the movie is doing is doing a good job if you're not thinking about its form usually. Right. Usually, unless you're very dialed into like that world, like me. You know, I'm like, oh, this is shot in this aspect ratio, blah blah. Like, it's good that you're thinking, oh, I feel claustrophobic, and I don't know why. Like that. That's usually a good right. thing. Like, oh, I'm not aware right. that like this is even a movie. I mean, I remember the first time I had a feeling like that, and I was conscious of having that feeling, was um. For Birdman, uh, when I saw Birdman in oh, theaters, oh, Birdman's so good! Back in 2012, I think it was mm-hmm. the same time when Whiplash was out. I saw it in uh, in Dayton at the Neon. I don't know if you've ever been to the Neon in Dayton. I have. It's a great theater. They serve like coffee and like beers and, and just like it's cool. Coffee going. and beers. Yeah, it's like theater? it's like an art house theater and there's like two screening rooms. That's it. But I remember because I went back back to that weekend and I saw Bird Bird Birdman and Whiplash. Oh, um, that must have back, been a good ass yeah. weekend. Yeah, that, and that was when I was like really like I I decided did they my come life, out at like, the same time. They did. Yeah, they were in the same. I mean, really? uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it wasn't like a special screening thing. It was just they were actually both out. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so I saw I saw Birdman, and I remember going to the parking lot and thinking like, uh, I went to my car, and me and Joey, it was all with Joey, and I was just sitting there, and I was like. I totally forgot I was in a movie for like two hours, and I don't know if I've ever. I probably had it happen to me, especially mm-hmm. when I was younger. You know, of course, seen good movies, younger, but yeah. I had for the first time realized as soon as it ended. It was because what happened was when it ended, the lights came up, and I was like almost like jumped. You know, <laughs> I was like almost like, oh my god, like I'm for a person. Movie? Birdman. I mean, Whiplash. Birdman. I had like I had it probably. I've had it a lot in movies, but that was the first time I was. I think with totally Birdman especially is because it's one shot, so it never cuts, so you don't like think about the transitions. Well, that one's just yeah. You can even get into hell with that one, especially you forget you're in a movie because it's so like mm. it's supposed to be this kind of realistic acting, this like realistic dialogue, even though it's kind of like very blah, 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 like chatty. Yeah. Um, like Sorkin style, like a social network. Well, what's or something, cool about but, it is that it has the theater style of dialogue in right, it too. Right, right, because it's like wedding it's, itself it to the it idea that it's like because you know he is in a. Because he isn't, you know, he's writing this play, you know, as an ex-movie actor, even though it's so much like that movie does blur the lines between like documentary and, and, and narrative because Michael Keaton himself was Batman back in the 80s. He yeah. had kind of a falling out. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in, he was in like these weird, You can tell it's you know, very based off of like his, what he, what happened to him. Birdman, Batman, you right. know, well, and like I, it, he's old yeah. now and that's the whole point. The whole it, point of the movie is like, am I still... Relevant. What's relevant? Yeah. Am I worth? Is it living yeah. for? Yeah. Right. Am I literally worth? I mean, you can. I think the whole that's a whole that's an interesting movie to talk about. But Alejandro Inarritu, he he talks about. I think I read. No, no, I know I read. At one point, he says that he. I don't remember what article or whatever, but he said I wouldn't have made. I wasn't going to make this movie unless Keaton accepted the role. Like I wrote it for Keaton, which is really like bold movie because at that point in his career, <laughs> Keaton wasn't. He no. was this kind of like. But Inarritu yeah. saw something in him that he knew he could own this and um, well it's be- it yeah. probably was based off of his life right right I mean it is in That's a lot crazy. of ways yeah I, so um, I real quick I read um, I just finished Tina Fey's Bossy Pants the you know the her biography book oh, or autobiography cool, yeah mm-hmm. um, and the, she wrote 30 Rock with like an Alec Baldwin character she's oh, like yeah. an Alec Baldwin character and like they had made all of these decisions and like it was going through before anybody even talked to Alec Baldwin about yeah. it she's like I just wanted to create a character that's like very um, conservative, very conservative, yeah. 
and very, you know, the opposite of what Alec Baldwin is. Right, <laughs> Just, right, 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 right. But right. I want Alec Baldwin to play that, that right. thing. Yeah. Which, so they didn't even ask him until, like, very close to the deadline of, like, whether yeah. it was getting made or not. And that, I just, yeah. But I just think that it's funny how writers do that. They're like, well, mm. we can maybe get Michael Keaton to play Michael Keaton. Right, right, exactly. Basically. Let's hope, because that's who I wrote it for. You know, I, that's always an interesting question for screenwriters. Like, did you write this role with anybody in mind? And sometimes they say, yes, but I didn't get that person, and it still worked out, or it didn't. And sometimes they say yes, and I wouldn't. Or if it's a writer-director, a lot of times they'll say, yes, I wrote it with this person in mind, and they... Um, and I wouldn't have made it without them. And the thing is, it gets to the point where, like, where Paul Thomas Anderson's last movie, Phantom Thread, he not only wrote that role for Danny Day-Lewis, which is apparently his last film, we'll see, we <laughs> said that before, but um, he not only wrote that role for Danny Day-Lewis, Danny Day-Lewis, like, wrote that role with Paul Thomas Anderson. Like, he was like, yes, I'll do another movie with you, and here's, like, an outline of this, in Paul Thomas Anderson sent him an outline of the script. Danny Day-Lewis named the character, wrote some of the dialogue, like, was so invested in the script that he started writing that character with Paul Thomas Anderson, who's, like, a fa- famous... I mean, he doesn't collaborate, generally, with, like, another writer. Like, he's... I think all of his solo. features... Yeah, I think all of his features, it's just him. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Um, and then he obviously directs on his own, but... Dude, um, I wish I had a writing yeah. team. I feel like a writing team is so much better to write... Like, I can get, you know, the dialogue, and I can get the scenes, but it just would feel so much better to have somebody there, like... Like, telling you, like, well, you could do this, or you could do that, and, yeah. like, we could, I don't know, just, like, a, co- a collaboration of sorts. Yeah, I guess when you're writing, and that's how pretty much all TV shows work, was, is with the team, but I guess when you're writing, like, films, the only thing, the thing you have to do, and I learned this through just my program in general, but it's just, it makes sense, is, like, share your script, rough drafts with as many people as you can and I mean not just rough drafts but each draft mm-hmm. and get feedback and right. that's, that's your writing team but in a pe- sense but nobody like, wants to read scripts nowadays well yeah I mean you gotta I was gonna say you gotta find the right people but I mean um, and people that this is honestly the hardest part people that will read your script and not be like it was good yeah. you know like <laughs> it's like fuck off like I want you to tell me what didn't work like cause I'm, I know it's not perfect and right. like Obviously. if you're telling me it's perfect if I get that from 10 people and you're lying to me mm-hmm. you're hurting me you're not being nice you're being yeah. you're actually being inconsiderate and and I understand it's like hard for people to be like straight up but you need if you're gonna be serious about like some sort of endeavor like creative endeavor or anything any sort yeah, of like have serious people endeavor. That support that as well yeah and say like this ain't working for me you know mm. like this doesn't make sense blah 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 okay right. why okay because this oh, oh you know it gives me an idea so like it's it's um that's something that I've, I've really learned through through my my program here and i i've like i super value now because it's like i you need to look at your own work with a very critical eye or else it's not yeah. going to be what it can be i mean at exactly. some point you have to like you have to embrace it at some point and say all right you're my this is my child as as, as like <laughs> imperfect as it is mm-hmm. this is what i i want to like you know i want to work on you know yeah. and it is like a like, baby dude i have one yeah, yes, i've written a plenty of scripts i told you this before like i start a lot of scripts and i do little skits and stuff yeah. but i have one that one full episode that i think i told you about at one point that's just like it just becomes your baby you know yeah. like there you're like I made this pilot episode, yeah. like, it is beautiful, it is mm-hmm. exactly what I want to do with with my life and what, I, I don't know, with my career, Yeah, and, like, I just cherish it so much. I have yeah, you think about it all day. over there, actually. Yeah, that's good, mm-hmm. get it printed, and you can write on it and do whatever else. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it, and I'm, Baby is, like, a really good, 
at some level it's a good metaphor, but you also like hack up your your scripts and, and like kill them and kill oh, parts. So yeah. hopefully it's not too you know. Mm-hmm. You're like what too literal metaphor, oh. <laughs> for at least for not for me. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, that's that's really cool. Yeah, I actually have a. I remind me, uh, I have a really great podcast. It's like forty minutes. It's about um. I'll, I'll just send it to you. Just remind me. Okay. That's all you have to say. Just remind. Just say like. Send you can me send that me podcast. that podcast. Yeah. 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 I got you. Yeah, because um, I don't know if you've heard a book called um, "Eat, Pray, Love," but it's by the author of that, I, Amanda Gilbert. I can't. I, I might have got her name wrong. The book um, is but, famous enough. I don't think yeah, I didn't know her name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of but anyway, she, it's her on a, a another person's podcast talking about basically creativity in the broadest like sense and this process and this agreement we we have these agreements we have to make with it and we have to treat it as like as a baby, but also as like this this um as like a partner that's. In our, that we are controlling, but at the same time, Ooh. is like evolving on its own. Like, Ooh, man, as a you know, partner. Like, that's weird. It's interesting. No, it's really I like it. I like the idea of that. So you, you really like it, but anyway. But thinking of creativity as a, as a, as a separate entity. You know. Well, yeah, and you have to negotiate her like ideas that you have to negotiate with it, like in the sense, like you have to say, okay. I'm going to finish you. Like when you're selling your project, I'm yeah, going so, to finish well, you so and I'm not going to stop until you, until, until you finish. Done, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, and that's, that's our deal. Okay. Right? Like, like, and you're not going to run away from me an and I'm going to chase you if you try to run away from me. You know, it's like, it is, it's like, that's it. They're like, you know, like blood pact, you know, yeah. like let's, let's, so how is, do you as a person that's always in this shit, like push through those, those times of like where you don't feel creative, you feel like, and it, it happens for me, it's yeah. for like weeks, you know, yeah. weeks at a time where you're just like, dude, so the, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't yeah. like, especially cause we're in college too. You feel like you're just like, well, I'm in college. I should just be chilling out, having a good time. Yeah, and you're you being know? pulled in so many directions, like socially, yeah, socially and, and, and like, out to the bars, even you also get to the age. Like I'm feeling a lot of pressure, um, not because of my family, but I want to be there for my family, you know, different things. Right, like, exactly. you know, it's like, it's. And then work and then work, yeah, and, and then, then other just shit you actually want to do otherwise outside the project. Yeah. So I would say, I mean, to, to answer your question, I guess the way you get through it is you just do. I don't know, and you, you keep like the the key is to keep trying, like as keep on ob- keeping on, right? Exactly. It's <laughs> like obvious as that sounds, or like whatever, but like yeah. you have to like because I've I dude I totally relate. Like I I get in like these you Funks. know writers called writers block or funks or whatever block, like yeah. depressions. Um, like yeah. creative depressions almost where you're just like, I, and then you start, you can even start getting spiteful towards the project where you're like, do I care about you? Like, do I want yeah. you in my life? Like, you're taking up all this time. And then the next day you're like, why can't I be into this? Like I was just so into it. And then you and, beat and, yourself but up. But you also it's feel like, betrayed because you're like, yeah, this yeah. is my passion. This is like right, what like I what's want going to on. do. Yeah. You're like mad at yourself, but at the same time. Yeah. It's like, just like, yeah. like over the summer I used to write shit down, like in my notes on my mm-hmm. phone all the time. But now it's been months or like or a couple yeah. of weeks since I've written anything creative down and it's like now I just feel kind of stagnant and like yeah. I just want to like curl up in bed all day right, and not right. do anything the, the mind is, is a finicky thing I, I don't know like it, it's it's something I, I certainly know how to figure it out because I can feel on top of the world one day with like some project or any just emotions in general, in general. Yeah. and then it's just like and then you're just like I mean two days later you're laying in bed and thinking like what is the point of anything? You know, like, yeah, what, what is what, like why am anything? I even like trying? You know, like what I'm exhausted. I, I, I blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But then you know, next the next week you're like up on your high again. I don't know. I yeah. think it's sort of maybe that's just that's how it balances itself out. I don't know. No, and sometimes you're like, is this worth it? <laughs> right, right no, like, yeah, big time. Have you ever seen? Have you seen Lucy K? Uh, 2017. 
Is that a stand-up? Yeah, it's the one. He only it's the one where he wears a suit and he only has one of them. I, I have, yeah. Yeah, I he's just I... like he's just like you know like like most people. You ever look at the the look at somebody and just be like. Why haven't they killed themselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like the garbage bag. Like yeah, the, car, the garbage, garbage bag. bag. And, what, and what would it take? Two garbage bags? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the window? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it's... That's very... True. But that's... So, so the thing with me is like... That's... I think why I find comfort in movies though... Uh, coming back to it is just because like... It's a relax... It's, you know, it's relaxing. If it's a good movie, mm-hmm. you kind of... It's a meditative state for a little bit. You're yeah. outside of your own mind. Yes, yes. And, big time. Yeah. And you it's just, an escape, but it's also, it's not just like a mindless escape, because no. I think escapism is like, is bad, if you're just like doing stuff to like, Marvel purely movies. for the sense of like, Call uh, of Duty. yeah, just ignoring, the office five yeah. times in a row, yeah, five times in a row, no, I mean, I think ultimately that, I'm that's sorry. gonna be I don't, I don't disrespect, I'm sorry to any listeners that do all that shit, but I, it's just not for me, I don't, no, yeah, I mean, you I don't have like your, to disrespect, no, yeah, have, you know, you gotta have your opinion too, you know, <laughs> of course, I mean, the thing is, like, I agree, I mean, generally, like, I, it's not my personality to watch as much as I like The Office, like, five times in a row, you know, it's like, because it's, I mean, I don't know, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but, like, I, I, but, I, but, to the point of, like, I think, like, escapism, because I, I often wonder that, like, sometimes I'll, I'll get in these moods where I'm like, am I just, like, consuming these things, whether it's, like, a book or, like, um, a movie or, or music, for me, a lot of the time, like, I'm like, am I avoiding something? And then I'm like, well, no, I'm actually, as I'm doing these, excuse me, as I'm doing these other things, I'm actually thinking, but I'm just not thinking about my anxiety and thinking about all these other right. things that I, that I spend so long, like... Just like From that's worthless. Day, the that that of is worthless. Yeah, yeah. Is worthless. No, no. What I mean, like, but, <laughs> but it's like fretting over the same thing all the time. You're that, right. that is worth it. The, and then I'm like, well, no, because you you do waste time when you're not watching a movie because you just sit there, you know, and you like, you just sit there and think like about your anxiety again, or you think mm-hmm. about you you or worry even about while the you're scene. doing homework. That's where things. your mind goes, or like you're yeah. Even in the shower, you're just like fuck. Like mm-hmm. I gotta do this today. Gotta... For some reason, the shower is like a scary place for me recently. Really? Because like Dude, I get bathroom. in there and I'm like, I it's just like nothing, and it's like white, and it makes me mad because I'm like, why can't I just enjoy this? But it's just like I'm almost utterly undistracted, and it's like. And, and it's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, my that's why I have to play music. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, because you can sing along or, or like Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, so I've started, um, I needed like a break. Like my ears just hurt after a while sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been listening to music as much. I just, because I, I listen to music like constantly. Like I, that's this is what made me change is I went from the earbuds. I like walked back from class. I had the earbuds in, mm-hmm. sat down at my desk, put on the headphones over my earbuds and then quickly plugged in, like without, and one of them's through the dongle, and one of them, one of them's through the. Oh my god! Yes, and one of them's through the aux cord. So I, I plugged in the ones through the aux cord, took out the dongle, and just went immediately. It just went immediately. I was like, dude, that's today's the last day. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm too deep, you know. Like I'm like switching it, like oh, yeah. perfectly timed. That's hilarious. But so now that I've. I've gone probably like three or four days without. I still listen to music like over, but I keep it down on a very very low level and not through good. my and never through my earbuds. Like I'll do yeah. it through like a speaker or through the like the car speakers radio. Speakers are a lot. Even if the speakers are loud, they're somehow better. But it's not like right oh, in your head. Oh yeah. You know oh, what I mean? It's yeah. not like like right there. Like the whole world is shut out. Like mm-hmm. that's. But fun. yeah. But coming back to it is like now that I've been without it for a little bit, it's mm-hmm. like it kind of feels like it's not taking up. 
as, as you were talking about before, it is a distraction to get away from those like day to day thoughts. Mm. But it's like, also you need to have some create creative thoughts because if you're not mm. having those, like those little things do tend sometimes lead to a new thing in your mind, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. And, and so in the shower, especially the bathroom, <laughs> Lucas and I were on a, an adventure, if you know what I mean. And we, um, I, I just thought about it as I was going to the bathroom, but I came out and I'm like, you spend like at least like one sixty fourth of your life in a bathroom, <laughs> yeah. you know? Not yeah, like one sixty four. Yeah. It could be more, yeah. But you Maybe spend a, a lot more. of time depending on how much you eat. You know how people say you spend like one third of your life asleep? It's depending yeah. on how much you yeah. eat. Apparently, you're supposed to shit three times a day. Dude, I do. That's what I was not like a shot at anybody. That was my set. Like I, I know it I'm sucks. always in the bathroom. I hate it. I'm like, oh, I'm cleared out, and then like an hour later, I'm like, nope. Oh, it's the worst, dude. I don't want to go back in there. That's just like, I know, dude. What, like, just like sweating, just like. <laughs> the, yeah. You gotta make your dude. This moral of the story: you gotta make your bathroom a like zen, a zen den, a, zen a nice den. space. This is something. Really? Sorry to interrupt, but no, this is no, something. I'm with it. This man. is something that I like. As I got older, it's so it's like weird. Like I feel like right now I'm in like a very big transitional period in the weirdest sense I'm, yeah. I'm very much like okay room needs to be like very zen like everything needs to be zen like i need while to, like, you're going through the transition to have some sort of like yes. peace of mind yeah i think it's part of it but i also think it's like i just want my space i think it's because okay what it's a result of partially <laughs> is being four years in college like oh, two yeah. years in a dorm two years in like a house which thank thankfully my it's roommates are pretty athens, clean too. but fuck at athens but. Well, yeah, but I mean, dude, you go college, in any college house, and you just, you're rolling dice, I'm like, if you have cockroaches or not. Because oh, people yeah. either are super clean, they're either clean, or they're just not. Mm-hmm. They're like, somewhat clean, or just not at all. So, like, and that has gotten under my skin so much that I'm like, and we talked about this a little bit when you were in my house the other day, but I, that has gotten under my skin so much that I'm like, I am now, like, I really value the influence of my spaces. So like right. I really, right. it's, ambiance, it's more, it, yeah, I'm it affects all about me more. Ambiance. Yeah, you're talking about feng shui. Look at these colognes, dude. Yeah, feng shui. Candle, important. Candle I, I like hung those lights in my room recently that you, you probably saw the other. Yeah. Salt lamp, all that stuff. Like, I don't, it's, it's, it's just like, I need to, I think specifically being involved in, bring it back to movies real quick, being involved in film has like opened my, has kind of like tuned me in a little bit to like the effects of, the psychological effects of lighting. So you obviously light a film in a certain way. Damn, yeah. Um, that but does. because like if you want it to be... That, that connects like perfectly. Right, here That's we go. Crazy. Full circle. Full but, circle. But right now you have like two, you have like these two tungsten lights in here. Mm-hmm. So like about like, I guess that would be like 3200 Kelvin, which is a temperature measure <laughs> or like color temperature. So the sun is 6400. And so that's like a very blue light. This just gets signed. It gets really nerdy, but... <laughs> no, I like it. Um, but the sun, this is why you shouldn't, this is why they say, like, don't look at your phone for bed because your phone, blue blue light, it's like blue light. It's like LED. Well, I don't know if it's LED. It depends on the phone, different types of screens. But it's blue light, which is like sunlight. And so your brain, your, like, monkey brain, interprets that light as, like, daytime. Right. So if you're looking at your phone before you go to bed, your brain is going to start releasing right. the, I don't know, I can't sound very scientific about it, but the endorphins or chemicals that are saying, it's daytime, be awake. Like, yeah. don't, it, basically, like, it's not releasing melatonin. That's why I don't understand how so, people, like, fall asleep to TV. A lot of people I know do that. Yeah, I guess... Most people do that, I Boy, think. that's, I think, I think that's more of, like, a... I think that's probably, like, a sound thing and a thing to, like... Because for me, when I go to bed, I, I get racing oh, thoughts. Oh, like a white noise. 
Yeah, I, why, I turn my fan on. That's how I, I like it nice. more than a TV because it's not like up and down and different things. It's consistent. It's yeah. like, it doesn't matter if it's winter, I'm going to have my fan on. Just for noise. It's not like a, it doesn't cool it down, just move some air around, you know. I don't point it at me. If it's in the summer, sometimes I'll like point it right at me. But like, <laughs> you know, I'll just keep it on. And I really like it because it just distracts. You know, everybody, I think, that's what I like goes it. to bed with racing thoughts at Exactly. Some that's when yeah, I think the most. Super tired and unfortunately, that's when I get my most creative thoughts, too. Because then right. I want to, like, write something down. I'm like, well, I don't want to look at my phone. It'll wake yeah, me up. Yeah, yeah. I'm so comfy. Like, I don't want to go grab my notebook from across the room. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because then, because I'm about to fall asleep. And sometimes that's, like, a whole process. Like, for me, like, I toss and turn a lot when I'm going to bed. Mm. And then I'm like... Well, if I get up and write that thought down, I mean, it's gonna take another thirty minutes to get back. Right, into, but like, the, where but I'm then you have asleep. the thought. Then you have the thought. You're like, well, I mean, it could take that long anyways because I'm already in this mind space yeah. of like going and going. <laughs> right, right. It's so, so it's just like, a little de- de- dilemma. In yeah, your mind. yeah, yeah. It really <laughs> is. <laughs> it really is kind of just. It's like fuck, man. Like right. I don't know what the, oh, the system's fucked. I just spilled. No, you're good, man. I got a, I got a towel. Anyways, beer spill. <laughs> The red out of all the colors. I spilled the fucking red. There you here. go. No, it's fine. Uh, anyways, but I, I don't know. That's why I like um, guided meditation. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, because like it's meant to be soothing. Prefer it's guided to... over like my own. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry, dude. Oh, you spilled my it God. again. <laughs> that is horrible. Dude. Ew, I'm geez. so sorry, dude. You have another towel. I can't believe this. I'll get you a new rug, man. No, it's fine. It's it's all good. That's man. some. It's that's it's, some like. It's an old rug. It doesn't. What's you know gives it character, right? Yeah, that's important. Anyway, that's what I'll say. Get this fucking gear away from me. <laughs> all right. We can't do that. We can't. All right. All right. <laughs> we gotta get back to I the know. topic. We're, still We're like so it. locked in. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Guided meditation is good, but also I think you have to get used to regular meditation to yeah. get like a good flow of. That way you can do it when maybe if like you don't have the option to do like a guided. I don't know right. Well, a lot of times guided meditation is to go to sleep. You know, it, yeah. and it puts people to sleep in general. And that's yeah. that's why I like it is because like if it doesn't work, if you don't go in it, into a meditative state. You're probably just gonna fall asleep, you know. But it's right, exactly. That, mm-hmm. Well, I actually met. I try to meditate every night, and I, I, um, I use an app called Waking Up, which is an app by a neuroscientist named uh, Sam Harris. This is on podcast too. But he, um, he has like a 50 day plan, and like each day gets a little more in depth. And it's it's what's called Vipassana meditation, which is like uh, a meditation style that's it's not like religious in 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 um in its contents because sometimes you can get very like religious with meditation like thinking or it's not very it's it's just focusing on the breath it's like a very um that's how it's the general idea is f- focus on like where you feel the breath most um mm, distinctly and right. then like and then by doing that you're not thinking thought and then when you see a thought when you have a thought just look at it let it go naturally yeah, don't judge it don't thing. judge yourself like let it go and then of course in your next day it's mindfulness so it's supposed to like ripple effect through your life so then when you get angry you go i'm angry i acknowledge the emotion i acknowledge how it makes me feel physically i might have like you know hot face or whatever <laughs> and then you just go oh that's just that's like an illusion you know i mean it's, it's just it's not, not an illusion but it's but not an illusion can, but it's it, it looking is, at it from a third person perspective well it goes away mm-hmm. it goes away as soon as you do that you're so like it one, is yeah. like a you're not locked into that yeah. you know in that sense it's an illusion like you're not Sli- it's, Again, it's a but, freedom it's like a liberation from like being a slave to your own 
mm-hmm. emotions, which I by no means have gotten any, anywhere close to mastering. I mean, yeah. I mean, who knows if anybody? And that's the idea of Nirvana, right? Is you master meditation, you master like I mean, have this, you this like heard material of Alan world. Before? What'd you say? Have you heard of Alan Watts before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, just listened to him the other night. Of course. So, I yeah. mean, he's in Hurry too, which is funny. The he's film. in Hurry. Yeah, I remember when uh, Scarlett Johansson oh, yeah. or his, his she downloads him. Yeah, and they start like That's having crazy. a relationship when they go on that when he goes on that cabin trip with her. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Because I found him after I saw that movie. Yeah, and I'll watch it again, and you'll and be I'll like, "Oh, that's really interesting," because it's adding a lot of subtext. In yeah, the film. for sure. Yeah. Um, but anyways, re- well, relating that to film, like being like having that third person omnipotence, kind mm. of at, at at some points gives you. Like a, it gives you that peace of mind that this isn't real, you know. You're like, you're like, okay, what what's happening in here doesn't really matter in the movie. Mm-hmm. But like, that's not what I like about a movie, you know. That's what I, when I when I see a movie, that's what we were just talking about. Like mm-hmm. in, in Joker, this is the example I keep coming back. It's 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 been the most influential movie in my life recently. Then and yeah. since like I really want to see it. There's not a reason I haven't seen it. I just I just I haven't seen it yet, and I'm like, oh, I need yeah. to see it because everybody's seen it around me. Well, I was but, in and one I love of those. Like I was in one of those lows for so long, and then mm-hmm. I saw I watched Thirty Rock Pilot in, in and Joker in one day, and oh, like nice. it was like the best day just in like weeks, and like one of the best days of my life, honestly. Just because exploded your inspiration. I was finally yeah. out of the, low, the like I felt like I was out of the low for like yeah. for good. You know? Yeah, right. That's how it always feels. That's the amazing high you get. It's like I swear, half the high you get. It's just from coming out of the low. It's not even that <laughs> yeah. high. You're just like, You're just oh, like, oh I thank fucking like, God. I don't like hate and just just feel so numb to everything anymore. Yeah. Like, oh, I feel amazing. I'm walking on sunshine. Things have meaning again. Yeah, like, yeah, like I enjoy rolling out of bed somewhat, you know, somewhat. getting my cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, that's, uh, yeah, very, yeah. All right. Are well, you done with your second beer, by the way? I am, yeah. I was waiting for you to finish. On to but the third. I think... Do you want to keep going? Like, I, yeah, let's really? finish this last beer. I mean, do you? I mean, if you I, don't have I, to. I would. Usually, I try to keep these things kind of uh, forty-five, thirty, yeah, thirty oh, to forty-five okay. minutes. Okay. But I feel like we've been having a pretty good conversation so far. So I mean, set I mean, a new bar. Set let's, a new bar, man. We can go. What do you think? I mean, we can. Whatever's natural. But I mean, what are we at? Forty-one fifty. We can go for like an hour. Hour. Yeah. And a half, what do you know? I mean, it really doesn't matter. Let's see how we feel about it. An hour. <laughs> let's see how we feel about an hour. What do you guys I feel think? Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, Quiet pull so that up. Can, so yeah. yeah, Jamie, pull that Jamie, up. Jamie, pull that up. Yeah. Did mm. you see that video of the elf getting hit by that pickup? I'm joking. I'm being Joe Rogan right now. So. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He just pulls that up. He's like, did he? He pulls just pulls up it out of nowhere. He's like, did you see that that guy getting hit yeah. in the face with a hammer? Dude, and you're just like, what? There's a great video on YouTube called Joe Rogan in 15 seconds. Joe Rogan explained 15 seconds, and he's like talking about like AI or some like real like just shit that's like probably been a conversation that's gone down the rabbit hole for like an hour mm-hmm. and then he goes he's like sitting there in silence and he's like did you see that video that the elk getting hit and we put like an, a monetary value on actual life itself hmm. wow it's a just such a strange strange concept yeah did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car no Holy shit, Jamie, pull that video. And like, it's like, <laughs> and it's like, it's just like so funny because it's like, it just captures fucking Joe Joe's Rogan, absurdity. Yeah. The thing is with, with Joe Rogan is like, you have to love him. You know what I mean? Like you, he's such like a, he means so well and he really yeah, does yeah. like, he does, he tries, you know, he tries. No, he tries way harder than a lot of people. And that's exactly. what people are like, well, he said this or that or the other. That's like, you know, whether like, I don't politically agree with it or I don't this, like, he seems ignorant. It's like. 
Yeah, but that's his whole basis. He's like he's this average dude who's ignorant of a lot of things and is 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 like is kind enough or I don't know if kind's the right word, but it's like willing to have all these people who are obviously more uh, in tune to, in tune to certain things, whether it's politics or science, right. than he is. And sometimes, you know, I think, but he's just like, I think he, I think that's obviously why he's been the most successful podcast, whether it's the, your type of podcast or not. It's like the most successful podcast because he is just kind of like this every man. He's who, just very relatable. Yes. Yeah, relatable. yeah, exactly. He's he, just like, everybody can find something. He talks about hunting, fighting, AI, like psychedelics, yeah. like, you know, like weed, blah, 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 like yeah. whatever it is. Like you have something, especially for men, I feel like he's a very, like, especially yeah. for men, like yeah. he's very much like, I wonder um, if, uh, have you heard of a, who's your daddy? Cause girls I know keep mentioning dude, that left and right. No, call her daddy. Call her daddy. Yes. My girlfriend who's listens you? to it. Really? See, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like she loves it. I wonder if it's like a, you know, an equivalent, a, a female equivalent. If the, it, well, if the, the topic is very sexual for the, for call her daddy, but it's, really? yes, okay. it's all about like, um, sexual, like advice, sexual experiences. As far as I can tell, I don't listen to myself, which is probably a good idea. It's not because I don't want, it's not like, I'm like, ew, that's stupid, but it's because it, it seems like it is a podcast for, it's mainly like for girls. It's the two hosts are girls and they, they, you know, I know for like Julie, it's been like, she listens to it and is like, it's cool for her. You know, if it's a bunch of dudes talking about sex, it's like, mm. you know, it's not that interesting. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. but if it's two girls talking well, about it, it's with, more her perspective and it's more like the way, she, you know, she can relate to it a lot more. Well, it, I mean, it's the same way with female comedians and, and mm-hmm. male comedians. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to relate to the male comedians just more just because like, I don't want to hear like about your meat flaps and how like, I don't know, like <laughs> yeah. how yeah. pushing a baby out of that shit makes it destroyed and like that's right. funny to you but like I, to me it's just like i don't know and, and that's the thing like i understand yeah. i i get that it's funny to you right, right, right for me i just i can't no yeah <laughs> i, I mean at some that. level i think comedy is an ability you have to understand a perspective or at least have that's what makes you laugh right i mean it's like even if it's like a really quote unquote offensive joke which i mean which isn't a, a joke sort of isn't it i think most jokes are not most but a lot of them are just based on the idea of like offending a, a, a some sort of uh, well, a status quo or whatever um, comedy is defined but, in this book that i read as um it's inappropriate behavior in inappropriate situations basically yeah that's interesting that's interesting it's, it's drawing attention to things that we all think about we mm, all like no in a sense of all like it's relatability but relatability in the way that shouldn't be said out loud. yeah right right and that's what <laughs> makes us laugh because we're like i think laughing is like not only something that shows a hum- like a human expression that shows joy but it's something that shows like this I know when I'm really uncomfortable I laugh sometimes I'm like or I'm just like wow I can't believe this I kind of like, <laughs> you know like I laugh yeah. like, you know, it's like it's like it's like um dude that's how all yeah. of Joker is man that's why I, I don't know yeah, so getting back to movies you want to talk about like unique and like things that have never been done before yeah. it's like the Joker is the first of its kind because there it's a it's a standalone DC film that isn't even related to the superhero world at all, you know? It's yeah. A, and it's very... It, well, as I mean, opposed to, like, any Marvel movies or other dark DC movies, as they say. Like, <laughs> dark, like Superman, you're going to tell me Superman was dark because one person died in it movie or something? Sucked. Well... Put it on wax. It, yeah. <laughs> it fucking, well, both of them. I, I Batman like versus Wonder Woman. Dude, fucking Aquaman? I, I haven't seen Wonder Woman. I've never seen good. any of those, but I know their shit because I haven't seen Wonder Woman's supposed to be I'm just good. kidding. I, yeah, I'm just kidding. Aquaman. But all I'm saying is, yeah, oh, fucking Aquaman. What? Anyway, Have you ever let's seen... Let's keep going. Yeah. Well, real quick, there's this uh, Teen Titans Go movie 
that I saw one, one time just because I was really stoned with a friend, and we were like, what else should we do? Well, we go see... Anyway, they... In, in the movie, they, they jump back and try to kill all the superheroes, so that way they're the only superheroes uh. left, and they throw fucking... Or make sure that they're not created, like, their origin stories. And for Aquaman, they just throw, like... <laughs> they go back in time and just throw, like, a plastic six-pack thing oh into the God. ocean. That's hilarious. And he checks on it. That's hilarious. It's so good. Anyways... All I'm saying is Joker is, like, the first out out of that normal, like, Marvel kind of... It, it's not just for the just for the, the money, basically. It's what I... And, and, you know, it's, I'm not trying yeah. to diss the Marvel fans and everything. Like, I like Marvel, and, and I know it's just it's so mindless. Like, it's a good distraction. But there's no, um, there's no uh, risk involved, I don't think. I think right. that's... Um, there's a great... I, I'm sure you saw something You know it's going to end well. For the yeah, most and, part. You, and you, yeah, for the most part, and I've heard in the last, you know, like it, they killed off some characters and stuff, but it's like, oh wow, after like twenty five movies, you know, I think Martin Scorsese, um, he got in a lot of trouble because he he said recently, I'm, I'm sure you've seen something about this, I don't know, he said like Marvel isn't cinema, is what he said, <laughs> yeah, but uh, and he was like, but he had a really good definition. It wasn't just like a oh fuck you, like, <laughs> and even if you, I agreed with it. I mean, well, I don't know, I don't know. I was like, what do you mean by that? Because it's it, they are well made, and they're they're good movies, and like a lot of people like them. I mean, even structurally, I like them. Don't, structurally, don't get me wrong, yeah, yeah, I, I can get into but it. But he talks about it. And he finally he wrote a he wrote a, um, a a guest column for New York Times, and it was incredible. It made me tear up actually <laughs> because I was it was like talking about what cinema means to him and what film means to him and you know obviously he has the Irishman which I'm seeing this weekend in theaters thank god it's oh, on Netflix in the yes. but I'm seeing it in theaters because apparently it's his best since Goodfellas blah 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 but I love Martin Scorsese um not saying much I guess a lot of people do but um he he says like um he basically says that there's not a lot at risk in these Marvel universes and that that for him cinema is about risk it's about pushing it's about like making people, in a sense, uncomfortable or like really nervous about something, or, or, or like really challenging like Out, our human experience outside and, like, of their comfort zone, dude. Yeah, just, like, pushing because we, learning, we're all turning your brain on, on yeah. for like two hours. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's, it's like mind numbing. It's yeah, uh, yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt gave a whole TED talk about how you learn through paying attention. But, like, instead of getting in your own head, like we talked about... And, I, yeah, and and just going, like... Going in all those circles in your mind and the train of thought that happens over and over again, or the five train of thoughts, it's, yeah. like, getting outside of that, pushing your brain to turn on... I don't know. And so Marvel Love movies you. are good, and they're fun, but also fuck them, you know? Well, I mean, there's a thing, and this is, of course, as he also talks about the reality of, like... They dominate the commercial market, and it's when are we going to start thinking about that? Like the dangers of that. Seriously, You're like right. they, it's like what what kind of room are they leaving for? I mean, Disney owns not only their own, they own Star Wars, they own they own Lucasfilm, they own they now own Marvel, and they oh. obviously own all their own stuff, and they already are huge. So it's like, right. I mean, we're getting into the like this, you know, like I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, these these you know few companies control everything, and it's like. What kind of visions are we really going to be seeing but the ones that they want to put out? And, and, and that's like that's what's scary to Scorsese and what's scary is a guy who grew up in like the, the 70s with the movie Brats, uh, like with, um, with uh, Spielberg and Francis Ford um, Coppola and, uh, and Kubrick. Uh, he's sort of he's not really a movie, but he's a little before them, but he, he definitely he, he shared a space with them, a cinematic space with them. Um, but you know, he's saying like, you know, we were, we were people who were at, ten we, we had a tension with the commercial world because art has a natural tension with commercialism. I think, and he talks about that, like, and it's a good thing if That's it's crazy. like a, if it's a give take, like, okay, 
well, I want to make a film, but all this film costs money. Mm -hmm. Literally, like, so back then, you know, you, okay, or renting this red camera or Alexa costs money. Yeah. So we have to pay. It's business, and that, that, that tension, that inherent tension is good until the point that it gets the become, it win. gets so much that it, yeah, that it's like, by a it's, lot. yeah, by a lot. And, and Scorsese even says like, there are genuine artists making Mar these Marvel movies. They are really good at what they do. They are craftsmen, you know, craftsmen and women. They are like, they're people who, who know what they're doing, yeah. you know, and like really are great, even directors and, and writers, but they're sort of just giving into this, this, this narrative, um, this, I mean, literally with Marvel, this overarching narrative that is like, that's not taking that many risks, and that's not like um, it's limiting the market for independent filmmakers, which is already getting harder, and cinemas are already well, disappearing because. Which I guess you could—that's a whole other conversation. Well, because, so that's but, what I wanted to say is that like, like I get where that's coming from, but you also you also have to think like, people are watching Netflix all the time. You know what I mean? And, and like, at some point, you get bored of The Office after the sixth or seventh time that you watch it. Right. And I think that independent movies, in that sense of more people getting these streaming services are getting a little bit, a little bit bigger because people, I know, uh, I have a buddy who watches Netflix all the time and he's seen basically like everything that he's ever been vaguely interested in yeah. on Netflix. And that's the thing. Like if something new pops up or you, or you just like happen upon it, it's like, even if it's an independent film that doesn't have a lot of marketing, you're like, well, yeah, I haven't seen this yet. Well, I'll yeah, watch it. Netflix, so Netflix is a really interesting case because Netflix, it definitely like it's like the idea. It's the same. It's the same sort of case with something like Spotify, similar case at least where it's it allows art less. So now you know in the music industry in the, you say like the '60s and the '50s, you had to be signed to either one of the huge record labels, you know Warner Brothers or uh, or um, I mean you had you had to be signed to a major you know for them to be able to print your vinyls and put them out because that was the only way music was out. So you, you're not going to be able to be like you know. Like a poor blues artist in the south, like a black <laughs> blues artist in the south that's like, that's playing in his shack and can oh set up his iPhone and like record it and put it on SoundCloud or Spotify. Right. It's not you're not able to do that. So they've commercialized even YouTube now. They can't even do that anymore. Or well, yeah, that's <laughs> a, that's a, yeah. But but the point is, so that's that in a sense that's as bad that back then you know, okay these these companies dominate this, but the artists would get a bigger cut nowadays. Okay, anybody can get something on Spotify, but Spotify is getting the majority of that cut. Mm. So same thing with Sp Netflix. So Scorsese, Scorsese, go back to Scorsese. His next movie, The Irishman. I don't know if you've seen a trailer for it, but it's um, it's getting like you know rave reviews, blah blah blah. Like it's like his best movie since Goodfellas, all this stuff. But he had to go through Netflix to get to get it made, and he's really? somebody who's fighting. Yes, they were the only company that would give him the funds to make it. It's a three and a half hour film. It's cut by Thelma Schoonmacher, who's done all the stuff since Raging Bull and or most of the stuff since Raging Bull. To me, the best living editor. Uh, and, 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 and she, well, and, and so you'd think, okay, it's Scorsese and Schoomaker and, and, you know, and De Niro and, and Pacino and, I mean, and Keitel and all these huge actors and that nobody would make it. And so, and he's somebody who's fighting for cinemas to stay alive. And so it's like, well, why would Scorsese, look, he's being a traitor because, you know, he's fighting for cinemas, but he's going to the streaming service. And so it's not going to be released in cinemas because cinemas won't show Netflix movies usually because mm -hmm. they're saying, you know fuck off like well you know you're you're taking our business you're taking our audience away and i think films not sound pretentious but it's true like they're made for the big screen they're shot in big format like 35 millimeters meant to be blown up yeah i mean it's fine on your phone of course <laughs> but i mean it's just it's not a cinematic experience right. to put it in the most simplest terms terms and and it's not as like you don't go to i don't ever watch a movie on my phone and go to that like ethereal like um nothingness that i do is that so quick 
Yeah, it's okay. Should be um, fine. That, I, that I go to that like ethereal nothingness that I do when I, I see Birdman or something. That's specifically mm. an experience that comes through the cinema. Anyway, but he had to get that made through through Netflix. But he struck a deal with him saying, okay. If I make this for you guys, you have to be willing to negotiate with cinemas and let me... So, for example, this Saturday I'm seeing The Irishman in theaters because he negotiated to get it in theaters for at least some time. But he still was like, okay, I don't want everything to move to Netflix and us to lose the big screen, but I still need to make movies. Like, this is my thing. <laughs> I love it. So, and yeah. Netflix is the only company that's going to produce my three-and-a-half-hour movie. Right. I'm going to... Go through Netflix. I'm going to go through Netflix, and I'm going to tell mm. them I'm going to fight as hard as I can, but... Definitely look at that Scorsese stuff because it's really interesting. No, yeah, it's, I would it's love really to like, if you'd send really, it over. Yeah. I, I would definitely check it out. It's but really cool. I, I like yeah. to, I'd like to talk about the theater experience as a whole in general, man. Mm -hmm. Like, it is... You're right, dude. I, I, it's, it's a place where you're not allowed to have your phones. You know, people can't be checking on that shit. You can't have... You can have, like, small asides to each other. Right, and just right, kind of, right. like, little jokes. Especially yeah, if yeah. it's, you know, the middle of the day and nobody else is there. But, yeah. like, it is more of, like, everybody in the room has yeah. to be in the movie as well. It's a shared and experience. It's a shared experience, man. Yeah. And that's what that's what my favorite part about the whole thing is. It's like it's so contradictory to my mindset is because like I want to make movies like that that get you involved and, and bring people together like that. Yeah. But you can't do that anymore because not that many people go so you, you know, you have, if you want to reach people, you have to go through TV. And have a, a, a unless you're a Marvel movie, Marvel movie, you know. What I mean? Unless you're a Marvel I mean, well, now movie, Disney, I'm not going to work Disney on a Plus. Marvel movie. Are you right. shitting me? Fuck. I mean. Yeah. I mean. I mean. Yeah. It's, I mean. I don't even know how long Marvel's going to be in cinema. I mean, for, certainly for the foreseeable future. But they, you know, Disney Plus just opened up. Have you heard about Disney Plus? Yeah, of course. It's, it's a streaming service. Disney so everybody's heard about fucking yeah, Disney. Plus. Well, right. Of course. But the thing is, like, what does fucking Disney do? Dude, well, they're on the roll. But like, it's um, it's like, I don't know. I mean. Marvel obviously makes, I mean, box office records are still being broken, so at some level, people are going to the movies, but it's all for these, it's almost, it's not, okay, I can't make generalizations, but it's it's mostly for these, for these movies that are Marvel movies, or Star Wars, or which is, a, at this point, a Disney movie, which is Marvel's a Disney movie, and which so is Star the same Wars, thing. It's it, like, is, it is exactly the same thing. A Marvel movie versus a Star Wars movie is exactly the same thing. And I mean, even at the new Star Wars series, which I'm actually, I kind of want to watch, because I've been invested, I... I took a class freshman year on Star Wars with my <laughs> the dean of Honors Tutorial College. Interestingly enough, really, gone now. But excuse me, um, yeah, he's crying. crying. <laughs> yeah, but he he he. Uh, I, I it was like an English class basically, but like it was like studying Star Wars. It was really cool. It was like a fun class. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, we were talking about we'd look at Star Wars through a feminist lens. We look at Star Wars through a uh, eugenics lens. We look at Star Wars through a. Uh, I mean, all kinds of all That's these awesome. sort of like yeah, lenses. It's really cool, but so I have an invested interest in Star Wars, and I, like it's it's not it's hard to talk about these things without. I guess the point is saying that it's hard to talk about these things without seeming like spiteful or like I hate Star Wars, I hate Marvel. It's like it's no, I mean these are a lot of the time like good. They're good stories and like right. stories that are like very archetypal and stories Passed that a lot of a lot of people connect to. Age. Yeah, of course, and it's, relate. But it's when that is so when other voices aren't being heard because of that. That's when I think it becomes obviously like becomes an issue and i think like there's always going to be i'm not gonna act like i'm not gonna be unrealistic there's always gonna be like a dominant production company or something i just think i don't know how there wouldn't be i, I don't know i don't know but it's so at some level i fight with myself because i'm like am i being too sen i'm sensitive is the right word but like too upset about this or blah 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 and honestly i don't think about it ever it's not like i think about it on the daily but it's just <laughs> when we talk about it in conversation i notice that yeah it's something that does bother me like the in, in this 
the, the like domination of the single company or s- companies that like are in a way limiting because of their dominance suppressing the act the access or the um just even the uh the mark i guess just the market for these other films like like the lighthouse or something like that right something more independent, which is, which is by the way getting a lot of attention it's saturated yeah, it's saturated. Oversaturated. oversaturated that's the perfect way to say it's over the market is so oversaturated these movies like I actually think it's a bubble, and I, I don't know when it's going to pop, but I don't know how long people are going to keep going to hope see it's soon, dude. These, these movies. I mean, but, I've I've heard a lot of people say that, like, Endgame is the last one they'll see. I mean, that's how it is for me, personally, too. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Endgame, like, I'm done after this. Like, I can't keep going. But, you know, but there's a younger generation that they're going to keep going to those, you know? You know, it's not over. It's, it's not, not done over, right? just because I, as a person, mm-hmm. and, and other college kids are done with it. Maybe yeah. it's done in this market but you know in multiple other markets old age people, group different age group yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean maybe when you're 80 you'll be like i want to watch those old movies yeah again, you know like and like that that looks so dated now mm-hmm. which are gonna you know now it's it's funny like yeah but no i mean so, it's uh, so i kind of want to wrap this up with yeah do you have like a positive what's the most positive outcome with people watching like the movie Type of, what we were just talking about because it all kind of came down to like a very like everybody's fuck. We're watching this mindless, these mindless movies yeah. and TV shows all the fucking time. No, but I, but I think so. Is there like a positive spin you can throw on it for us? I don't know, honestly, because I'm so like I'm such a like I'm so chained to my own age group. But it seems <laughs> like at least our age group is into like, and this could be a thing with our, our talent. Well, you and I both our saw age group are into Lighthouse, you know? right? That's what I'm saying. That's, that's that's what I'm getting at. Is like I think our age group is like very. Oh, I th- maybe this is like one of the good things about social media is like I think you know you hear like oh the Lighthouse is this great movie that explores all blah 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 themes and blah 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 this we're podcasts yeah podcasts so <laughs> I think people are getting um, I don't think the market is totally dominated by like the mainstream like uh, uh, I, uh, agenda which sounds so corny but like <laughs> you know what I mean like what these big companies are saying you should watch or blah blah blah, blah or advertising to you um, I think that. The positive thing is a lot of people are, because it's positive with the internet, is you are able to look at, like, say, like, oh, a lot of people are really liking this film, and I hadn't seen an ad for it, but this is really interesting, you know, and, like, my, you know, but I think that does depend on Dude, the town. that's why I love Joker so, is because it's, like, an artsy-fartsy yeah. film, but it's also fucking also the Joker. It also broke the box record for, like, mm. R-rated movies, like, the most... Highest uh, opening weekend for any R-rated movie. Yes, Which obviously I bet it made so much to money too world. because it was like you don't need a. There's no CGI, you know. There's not mm-hmm. like a bunch of fake shit. I don't. Know. Well, people, I think there is a sort of this rebellion against like, um, at least the, the 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 like bubbling of like a rebellion against like these over conditioning overproduced movies and like these very like here's ads 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 yeah. specialized to sponsor. You. Sponsor. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually, th- you know, nowadays, I think we're moving away from cable, so ads become less, but, you, and I think the pay-by-subscription model makes a lot more sense, because you're paying to not be advertised to, mm-hmm. and I, because ads are all, it's just a method of, you're paying, mm-hmm. you're paying, I mean, you're paying your own you're interest. Paying. That's all they want, is the money, so, well, yeah, every, I mean, you just give to it money. to them, so you don't have to be conditioned which I think is the right model. I think that's the better model because oh for sure between because you're the not two, getting, but there oh, should yeah. definitely be a third one. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, but what, what are you gonna do? Like the reality is, like, what are you gonna get? You, well, yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, get like you can't get a, you can't get Joker or even the Lighthouse, which is probably like a twenty million dollar film. I haven't seen, but that's even though that's still like 
that's an upper indie budget, mm-hmm. but like that, you're not going to get that unless you have to pay for your ticket to go see the movie. I mean, that, right. that's just a reality. But like, right. I think, I mean, you could talk about the details, but like, I think, um, I think, yeah, like the pay pay to subscribe model is good because I just recently I was watching something. I think it was comedy. So I was watching Nathan for You, which, by the way, is one of my favorite <laughs> fucking shows of all time. Have really, you seen it? Really, yeah, I've seen a couple. Of I those. love that. I love that. I love that show. But um, um, I love that show. <laughs> but um, anyway, I was on the Comedy Central's website and they had a couple of ads and I was like, wow, when you're away from ads for a while, because really I have ad fucking annoying. I get ad blocked on YouTube. I'm like. Oh my God! These are the like the cor- like weirdest like strangest <laughs> things because they're so Dude, like watching like like rich people. It's always like rich people cooking. Like it was like a food commercial. <laughs> it's like cooking for their like perfect little white family usually. Yeah. You know, like um, it's like you know everything's like. Everything's with one black perfect. Guy. With one black. Oh yeah, guy. you always have to like throw in like you know like so we're diverse, blah blah blah. Like yeah. we care about everybody. It's like <laughs> even though you know like we're representing the one percent and blah blah blah. It's like you know it's like fuck off. Like I watch these things and it's like it's jaw dropping how how just obviously fucked it all is. Like it's like what in the hell? Are this is what this is what's going into people's brains. Like no wonder like you know people like David Foster Wallace wrote about like the poison of TV. If he didn't kill himself, he'd be freaking out over social media. You know, it's like, it's like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. That, 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 that's sort of, I get pretty fatalistic about that stuff. But I think we are moving away from that model of like advertisement. I mean, well, first of all, well, we're not moving away. It's so huge on the internet and Instagram and all these things that like curate your interest and basically tell you based off what of your like. most relevant interest when you subscribe to the app. What it to tells spend you your money on. What to continue spending your money on. And I, it's, it gets so fucked. I've I've read and I've I've, I've looked I looked into the to this advertising model just to the the sense of like what these major like outlets are reporting on they will advertise to people with mental illness with bipolar syndrome with anxiety and depression when the person is feeling better and the internet knows because they're not searching so much about symptoms or they're not searching about um they're like they're saying spending less time on their computer which they know is like a sign yeah. that they're doing better they will start advertising like plane tickets to Las Vegas because they know when these people will, like, especially with bipolar syndrome, have more ma- uh, manic episodes when mm. they're more up. Yeah, they um will spend more money. Isn't that fucked, man? That I mean, fun. when you're when you're, you're manipulating like manipulating people's mental health, that's oh, where it's like yeah. I'm just like you know what? I mean, you're fuck, always doing it. You're dude, always manipulating people's mental doing health, it, but when they're directly using that as a as indicator like, oh, for like here you go, you need bags. to go visit LA, which is a shit town anyway. So yeah, right, right, yeah, God, yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's a good, but. No, but it's, but, but, it's, it's crazy. But like, I think that's almost while it's it's kind of like the, the film thing, you know, how you said where like it's necessary at some point. I think our generation is experiencing these advertisements through we're moving less away from the material and going more towards the experiential. You know, like we're going to LA is an experience. You know, and and, and you can enjoy that and you can have yeah. memories from that and and it, it's like a fun time in your life. So yeah. even if it is take taking advantage of of that, mm-hmm. it's it's more at least it's promoting instead of like hey, well you probably need to buy a dog or a yacht or yeah, whatever yeah. you know or this yeah, or this that, or that yeah. that doesn't really matter. This clothes which everybody everybody wearing this piece of clothing in the commercial is being <laughs> celebrated and carried out of the school. <laughs> You know, like, exactly. and they're, they're being praised by the experts of society. Like, it's like, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, yeah. So as opposed to all that bullshit, it's kind of, it's like, hey, you should fly this plane, which is kind of, kind of the same thing. It's fine. It's nothing. Yeah. Um, but, but it's going towards experience. experience. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think that's well, a good. A, I always a value outlook. experiences over material. I mean, even though and, that can be, I think most that people also gets of, hijacked sometimes. I but. think most people of our generation would agree with that too. It's like we all value experiences what? over materialistic items. We've just been taught. We've just been conditioned well, to be like materialism. Like I think everybody knows is like materialism is fucked. Like yeah, but we have to be careful. To our generation has to be careful with like the idea that experience is like an online thing. It's uh, something that yeah. happens online True. because. I mean, partially, yeah. It's so just, some people are going I'm LA just to LA for, just for like the, the Insta likes or something? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there are people like that. I, I mean, I can't really, I'm not like above, I'm not saying I'm above it because I don't have Instagram or I don't have this or that or the other, but it's like, I'm sure there are people who do it for the quote unquote wrong reasons. I don't, you know, that, that, but there's uh, always going to be like, people like that. No, right, right. I think that's, that's why I'm, I guess I'm checking myself. It's like, I'm trying to check myself. It's like, yeah, there are always going to be people in any generation with 300 years ago that are doing things for that, that from the perspective of the person who's doing it differently, the wrong reasons, you know, like, um, so I don't know. I try not to be too, too harsh about that, but, but no, yeah. All in all, like try to enjoy life, right? Try to enjoy life. Get some experiences. Fucking get through the lows. Get this, get this real quick. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. I saw a commercial the other day on Comedy Central. I was watching it for you. This is what I was talking about. That use that very idea of experience as as like the better currency to manipulate people into buying something. It was like this commercial. It's like we love like risk takers and it's like, <laughs> and they show people like camping out and like you know like uh, I don't know like Yellowstone or something. <laughs> and it was like or like you know the Grand Tetons. And it was like it was like we love risk takers. And it's like blah blah. And it's like okay, what is this commercial for? Because it's not telling you. It's cars, one of those. It's, for it's cars, one of those. For sure. Dude, it wasn't, believe it or not, which actually, really? usually that's car commercial, but because they weren't driving cars, they were like camping, and I was like, and then they did this, it was oh. for beer, and I was like, oh man, because it was like, but I was like, that's actually I mean, fair though, I like it. It's fair, no, industry. I mean, look, the reality is, I and, and I turned to Julie, and I was like, man, we should drink that beer, like, I was like half joking, but I was like, you know, half not, because who knows, right. the people who founded that company could have been people, because it's like, take risk, is what it was saying, like, yeah. like chase your dreams, and which is like, and then okay, also that's get drunk good, while you're doing that's it. a good message to promote, I guess, you know, yeah. so it's like, I mean, I Dude, one of maybe, my favorite yeah. advertisements is that it's a Tide ad. It's a Tide ad. Have you ever seen that? It's a Tide ad. It was ad. like a Super Bowl commercial with the guy from Stranger Things. It's like, it's like you know, they, they have like a regular commercial, and then after it like cuts, and, and it goes to another commercial of like guys coming around, and then he comes back in the picture. Well, it's a Tide ad, because look at their clothes. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. all the, because in everybody, in every yeah. commercial, all their clothes are clean. Speaking of. Yeah. I actually, you have a great tie dye on, and I am wanting. Did you make that yourself? It's a tie dye. It's a tie dye. Did you make that? <laughs> I didn't. I just did bought you it because we're some? doing a shuffle tonight. It's tonight. Yeah, um, I'm doing it. That's why I have to do shuffle. Statement. No, well, it's um, it's for a class. It's just like the end of the class oh, cool. kind of thing. Like hospitality shuffle. Cool. Um, I'm gonna do a tie dye session soon at my house. <laughs> I'm serious. I'd be down. So come over because Grateful I. Day. Yeah. Grateful right. Dead. Plugging the Grateful Dead now. Plugging, no, yeah, no, listening, no, no, if anybody's still listening at an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At an hour and 10 minutes of us just Go listen to Cornell77. <laughs> Alright, guys. I, like I said, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I just want to, some final thoughts that we kind of talked about, Logan and I talked about after we recorded this. It's like, podcasting, it's so much fun because you have to, you have to laser focus on you know, you can't look at your phone. You, like, you, if you're not talking, the, the whole point is to be in a conversation. And I think that you should take that with you in your everyday life. Because 
I don't know, focus on the conversation, you know, don't be distracted by other stuff, have that intimate connection, and that's what makes it so much, so, so, so fun, you know, that's what I think most people should strive for in their lives, and yeah, and only, of course, take slogan, <laughs> Logan MF Marshall to point that out to me, and I, yeah, yeah, thanks for, thanks for listening, guys, okay, bye.